Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today, our episode is called Wordy Are We? So here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, Brad. Hello, Christy and Bree. Wordy. Wordy. Dash, are we? <laughs> Dash. Question mark. <laughs> mm. Wordy. Just the way, just explaining it, just, just titling it is wordy. So before we uh, jump into our subject and updates, we will give you a disclaimer. Today we may offend some of you. Oh, now we're going to warn them? We're just going to warn them. Okay. Yeah. We're diving deep. We're going in. Um, Remember that song? No. (laughs) No. You don't remember that song? I'm diving in. All right. Anyway. I don't. So uh, today we are going to be pressing a little bit more on some some conversations that you may see as pressing. We just see it as real talk dealing with relevant issues that are surrounding us today. Last week, we talked about the subject of being agreeable. We are not. And how do we last week? We really talked about uh, what it meant to react to other people. And this week, we would like to press in and talk about what it means to be responsible for your own words and taking responsibility. Um, yeah, Brad just uh, queued up this conversation that I actually came up with. Brad Brad usually brings most of the conversations. But, this is um, all Christy. This is me. Um, so last weekend, we had family in, and we were in a bunch of groups, and uh, we were sur- kind of surrounded by people the whole weekend, and... I, I noticed some things that like um, you say things and you mean them jokingly, but especially in the in the context that we were in, you are not with people that know you well enough to take the joke. Does that make sense? And so they think you're serious about some of the things you say, whereas if you really know the person that's saying it, they don't mean that. And so I got to thinking about, you know, we say a lot of things that do we really mean them and who, you know, how are they taken and how are they heard? And so we started talking about it and, um, there was some real talk. There was some real talk, but there was also a lot of smack talk. I'll just be honest with you. And so I was kind of kicking this around. And then yesterday I came across an article and I am making this disclaimer early in this game. I do not know anything about professional football. So do not take anything I say. I don't know. I know the person's name that I'm about to talk about. I know who he plays for because he's been around for a number of years, but I don't know anything about rivalries or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about, but I will say I came across a thing yesterday and it was a um, an article about Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. and Aaron Rodgers apparently made a um, he's facing a lot of criticism over a a, basically what he called basically what he called smack talk in the article. He later said, I miss the days of football or Mm -hmm. and, and I'm paraphrasing, but I miss where smack talk was smack talk. Mm-hmm. Now everything is taken so seriously and so, um, you know, you can't joke about anything. You can't take anything, you know, as, you know, a ju- as a, mm-hmm. without offense. Nothing can be said without offense. Apparently Aaron Rodgers said something to the Chicago Bears to the effect of, I own you. I, I've always owned you. I still own you. Again, paraphrasing. I'm not sure about all this. 
but it it went but it was along. headline. I did see the headline. It did headline, and and he is, and the headline actually reads, and this is from I think People Magazine, but the headline actually reads: Aaron Rodgers slammed woke cancel culture after facing criticism over post game comments. And if you read through the article, he basically says, "Why can't I say what I think, and why can't I smack mm-hmm. talk?" Which is one of the things that come up this weekend in a conversation, too, because somebody said something. We was like, oh, you can't say, oh, you said that. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. But the other person's response was, well, I'm tired. I'm tired of not being able to say what I think. I'm tired of everybody else telling me what they think. And I'm tired of not being able to say what I am passionate about. And that's, that's what, and that's what Aaron Rodgers said. You know, I should be able to say what I want to say. I should be able to say these things and not get criticized. And and it talks about in this article, if you go read the article about how I'll post a link to it, like everybody went off on him, social Mm -hmm. media, every single nuts. And, and he said, you know, one thing they have this thing where you, everything you say is taken seriously. The next thing you say um, the wrong thing and everybody cancels you and he said I'm just tired of it mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm agreeing with Aaron Rodgers and like I, I and I, the comedians comedians are in the same boat you know like a comedian makes their living on making making fun of people and of course they're quickly about to be out of work because you know they you can't, can't make, fun, make of fun of anybody or jest or joke or you know go through any of those things and so it is where we are today in the world that we live in, which is very difficult, you know, where you literally have to think through every statement that you are about to make, um, especially when you do life in a multidimensional mindset. You know, if you are a person who only, and then this is where we are. It's hard for people like you and I, Christy, and some of our friends because we do life in a multidimensional facet. Like we are mature enough to be able to have relationships with people who are different than us. Uh, we talked about this last week, you know, uh, one of my dear friends defined intelligence as being able to hold uh, a conversation about two different, uh, differing opinions in last week's podcast, and then still being able to have a relationship but we are we are blessed with the fact of um, having relationships that are deeper and and diverse, and I don't just mean ethnically, but um, man, it's hard. You know, it's it's you 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 love those people so much that you would never intentionally want to say anything to jeopardize your relationship. But then, if your relationship is so shallow with those people that if a joke or a jest takes them out of your life what relationship did you really have i think that's where we're really pressing in on the in the world today not necessarily in our conversation so well and i told brad when i was talking about this i you know you automatically think what do your words represent and the in the book of proverbs it says pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the taste and healthy to the body but before that that's in verse 24 but if you go before that in verse 16 it says get wisdom how much better is it than gold and get understanding it is preferable to silver so when you are saying what these words or when you're taking these words in from other people 
Are you getting understanding? Do they mean them to cut you down and and try to slap you in the face? Or do they mean them in jest and they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, just laugh about it, smack talk, whatever? You have to take it at what how they mean it. You can't take, you know, you can't take a quarter from somebody and press it into a hundred dollar bill it's not gonna work and i think they're throwing out these words meaning to like throw a quarter or a penny at us and we are taking them mm-hmm. and holding on to them so much and try and trying to make them this huge big mm-hmm. you know thousand i didn't say that at all so, it's interesting yeah. you that's a great verse that we were talking about earlier this morning um and um that your words are sweeter than honeycomb and then you backed up and then christy said you keep coming back to this verse but if you go back to (laughs) verse seven when a man's ways please the lord he makes even his enemies be at peace with him christy and i were just going through proverbs 16 and we just would encourage you to just camp out there for a few days because there is so much there really is this one proverbs that is so relevant for today you and like you read one thing and then you're like oh wait but but read this too and Uh you know there's so much stuff and the whole chapter is great and and we really like it because at the end of it it says gray hair is a glorious crown and it's well praise the the lord (laughs) we got we like that that's it's become our new favorite proverb probably gray hair is a glorious crown a glorious crown, yes. It is found in the way of righteousness. And then it ends by saying patience is better than power. Controlling one's temper is better than capturing a city. That's deep. Have you been practicing your patience? I have been. Good. I have been. We have small children. We do practice our patience. But the point of today that I want to talk about, the point I want to make about this whole thing is do we just and I and I am the first person here to say, do we just talk too much? We always think we have to make a comment about everything. We always think we have to have an opinion about everything. I have no opinion on the Aaron Rodgers thing because I don't know what he means to the Chicago Bears, what he meant about it or anything like that. But I do agree with him that you should be able to say something to a friend and in his case to the media because he's a celebrity or whatever you talk about. He's a uh, football player and he should be able to say it in jest and it be taken in jest, but you can't do that anymore. Mm. I don't think you really can't say anything. I mean, it gets in trouble so much. You do. I mean, and I, um, my understanding of the whole situation with this was he was excited about maybe coming off of a game, winning a game, whatever. And he's, you know, and he says this smack talking in jest and then he gets, like just trampled trampled for it and you kind of just want to say you know just stop and say and that's kind of what he's saying just stop you don't have to cancel me just because you don't think i should it's not just what we're seeing today we're going back decades now and being offended by what they said back then decades like last week it was clint eastwood you know, like Clint Eastwood said something like, "Years, good gracious, he said a lot that's offensive." You know, but it's like there's no statute of limitations on going back and pulling things out of your past and now coming back and retrying them according to today's standards. When um, and some of the stuff is just uh, it's just mean and hateful and 
you know, never should have been said. And we're not, not saying that at all, but you know, the thing about it is how do we get to a place where you use your words, use your words to become sweeter than honeycombs. And, you know, you think about that and honestly, that's what the Bible says. The Bible, we have this new standard in the world today, but God's kind of always called us to a higher standard is his citizens of his kingdom. You know, the, the verse that Christy has for today is in verse um, 24, and it says, Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the taste, and they're healthy to the body. And then, um, and then there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. You know, so I'm going to screenshot this for you, Bree, and send that to you because I have it in some fancy colors right here. Look. But it's like if you think about those two verses and, um, you know, because I have said, and I don't want to feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I'm not, because for years I have said just because you think it doesn't mean you should say it. But if you do say it, it doesn't mean you should be destroyed is where we are today. That's right. And that's why I went back and said, get understand. It says before it says anything Mm -hmm. comes out of your mouth, get understanding. Get discernment about not only the the situation you're in, but how that person's going to take it. And are we too wordy? Do we have to have Mm -hmm. conversations about everything? Do we have to have comments on everything? We do not. It is okay to say. Well, verse 17, Christy says, the highway of the upright avoids evil. And so that's what you're saying. Sometimes you don't need to say anything. Just avoid the conversation. Even if you're thinking, like you said. The one who guards his way protects his life. Even if you have the thought, it doesn't have to come out in in front of other people. Or you don't have to say things to get. And we've talked about this a long time ago. We talked about people that just say things for shock value. Mm -hmm. But now there is no more shock value because you say things and you're going to be just taken apart either way by somebody. Because, again, I say this all the time. You can find some anybody on your side, whichever side you're on. That's right. That's right. You can find people for your side. And you're going to be just taken down by the other side. Mm-hmm. Just so quickly. The divisiveness of where we are. So so this is the week, Bree. We talked about it, and, and I think you put it, we are a house divided. You put yes. the picture. I don't know where you got that picture. That um, was, I pulled that from an old Facebook post that he made. So this is the week and a lot of um, bragging rights in the web household for the next 365 so, days. So maybe this is why I wanted to talk about smack talk and understanding that it is smack talk and not, you know, take to be taken and hated over. It's not that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not worth that. And, you know, the whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I want to say it from both things. You have to think about what. That's a dumb statement. That's a dumb statement. I never like that statement. It's really dumb when you think about I it. I never. Because my feelings have been hurt plenty of times. Without a stick or a stone. <laughs> and no one ever hit me with a stick or a, like threw a stone at me. And well, you, you were, you were hurt. still hurt. I was and that's hurt. what that's what I'm saying. Maybe you, you should, should say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will always sting me. <laughs> I don't know. Always, right I don't know that they always do though. <laughs> Unless that, they're sweeter than a honeycomb. Well, and but I think you two may be missing my point. Okay, my yeah, point is I wasn't listening after We digress. After sorry. you said sticks and stones may break my bones with words, I kinda just my brain just <laughs> well, brief and I, brief brief. Bree and I looked at each other and we we're like 
That's the dumbest statement. Anyway. Not but you. my right. point, my back point on track. is back on track. that you are responsible for the words. And you know when you say things that you are meaning them hurtfully. Uh-huh. And you are wanting to, uh-huh. you want it to be a stone or more like an arrow to the yep. heart that you want it to hurt. But at the same time, you have to, you are also responsible for how you receive those words. Well, if they are given in jest today and like the whole smack talking thing, you can't tomorrow be mad about them. And after you ruminate mm-hmm. on them or whatever you call it, after you sit there and think about it, oh, well, I can't believe he said that. If it's all in jest, let it stay in jest. Don't sit there and think about it for 24 hours and decide you're going to cancel this person and hate this person. Don't make more of it than it is. And I think the starting, the the saying that you two both hate so much Mm -hmm. is that if you don't let those words, and yes, I know words are very powerful and they do hurt and they can cause health, as the Bible has told us, we should try to do the healthy ones. Avoid evil, the highway of avoid evil evil. with your words. Protect your tongue. And sometimes it's not, oh, well, let's make let's make what I say sound good or make what I say nice. Just don't say. Well, you know, the Veggie Tales had a song about that. They did? Yeah, was, uh, keep my tongue from evil, keep my tongue. Oh, my god. Keep gosh. my tongue from evil, keep my tongue. They did. Keep my lips from telling lies. I do not. They did. I am unfamiliar with this particular Veggie Tale. Yeah, maybe we need some Veggie Tales in the, in the world today. I'll see if I can find today. that one. So it's interesting, Christy, you say that, uh, you know, it was, it was cool this week because, um, you know, LSU had the, the big upset of Florida and, uh, segueing, um, Ole Miss had the, uh, had a crazy time. They had something up at Rocky top, but nevertheless, uh, Lane Kiffin, who is an interesting guy, uh, (laughs) um, never misses an opportunity to smack talk. Um, he posted a congrats to LSU. Uh, congrats. I don't remember exactly how it was, but it was a tweet. It said, congrats to LSU. See you Saturday. Love me some coach. O." had a heart said, love me some coach. O." And, uh, of course he was fired the next day or the same day, but (laughs) it wasn't a firing. It was was an an agreement to go separate ways. Thank you for correcting me on that, Christy. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's what you're talking about. You know, like where, where can we get to this point, you know? And, um, so you're only responsible for what you can do. Don't let people take you down. So, yeah, don't let people take you down and, and take it. In- but we're coming for you. Oh. Because I saw an interesting tweet. Coach <laughs> O, as a head coach, has like a 56.5% oh. winning rate. And as an interim head coach, he's 75% winning rate. So now he's considered interim. So he's an interim head coach numbered. now because his days are numbered. We're coming days for you, Christy. Okay. Come on. We're not scared. Lane Kiffin has the right opinion. He can smack talk and take smack talk all in, you know, the same dish. He's all right. He's good with it. And what did he tell his boys? Put your football helmet on if they're throwing golf balls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. After the, the thing, he was like, just put your helmet on. They're throwing stuff You're at you. are football players. He said he didn't think about the other people that didn't have helmets with them. <laughs> the rest of them, just put your helmet on. Let them throw things at you. But take the, take the words in jest if they're meant in jest. Now, some things are not, and we know we can... Mm-hmm. We can be, um, you have to take people at their word sometimes when they mean it like that. And you know the difference. And that's where I, I think we, um, 
we have a problem these days. And I don't know how to voice that exactly. And I don't know that Aaron Rodgers did either in that, you know, he doesn't know how, but he knows there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of it is that we're too thin skinned or thick skinned or whatever. I don't even know about that. Well, I think a lot of people you just are have realizing to make the this decision and it's, not to let it. It's why it's why I find myself like in in shock that I'm agreeing with Bill Maher on things because he's like, this doesn't make sense. This, where we are doesn't make sense, you know? And it's like, man, you know, when the, it's funny cause you know, it, it, they used to say, you know, don't throw rocks if you live in a glass house. And so, um, when, when the people who are promoting the council counseling people out and the, the wokeness and all of that, uh, then ends up getting, getting canceled out by the very thing that they're promoting and stuff, you know? And so it's, um, it's because I'll tell you though, the Bible says in Matthew 24, and I keep going back to this in the last days, it will be impossible for people not to be offended. And that's where we are. People's just taking offense at everything. Yeah. You know, here's what we're talking about. and And we could put this out there, you know, I, I love Ole Miss fans. They really want to condemn LSU fans sold to condemnation for all of eternity on a regular basis. But, you know, when they lucked up and beat Tim Tebow in Florida, they created this bumper sticker that said, like, uh, give me the facts here, Christy. Like, um, National National Champions 30, 30, Ole Ole Miss Miss 31. So quickly on Sunday – they were quick to come up with this little golf ball uh, yeah. trophy that had Ole Miss 31, Tennessee 28, whatever the score was. And what Christy is talking about is she said, um, do you think Jeremy would appreciate this? Yeah, we have a friend that is a Tennessee fan. And so he's a Tennessee fan, and um, and, and that's what she's talking about. That's smack talking, you know. <laughs> And uh, I was like, well, I don't know. That's pretty in your face. But, um, hey, it is a cool trophy, though. I mean, we we laughed about it. And Jeremy and I actually talked about the game. And he was like, I don't even know what happened. We were both watching it on TV. We didn't. Neither I slept through it. But it was. Um, I had to work the next day. It was. <laughs> It, but we laughed about it, and and even as as a fan, he was like, I don't know, I don't know what happened. You know, it was like everything went crazy mm-hmm. at that game, and it did. But would you be would he be offended by that? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. again in jest. Well, pride comes before destruction, and an arrogant spirit shows itself before the fall. And where can I find that? Pastor? Proverbs sixteen eighteen. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, sixteen is loaded. It's like a honeycomb dripping mm-hmm. honey. It is. It's a lot of stuff in there. And the more you read it, the more you're like, oh, well, let's we're like, oh, let's do a podcast on this one. Oh, wait, what about this one? Uh, we might Whoop, just do, here's another one. We might do a Proverbs 16 podcast, a whole separate. That's it. Um, but it it is a great thing. But it does tell you to, again, but, I go back you know, to, yes, say nice things, but use discernment and understanding mm-hmm. in the things you're hearing. The thought too. that I That's had, what I want to get out of today. The thought that I had following up on your Proverbs 16 podcast, I actually thought this after our time together early this morning. I thought, you know, you could do a Proverbs podcast and literally take, because Proverbs isn't written in a contextual sense like, you know, I mean, like right here, um, it, you know, it talks about getting wisdom and it, and, and it's like silver and gold. And then it talks about gray hair. So every verse has a little different wisdom and truth to it. 
But you could literally take one verse today and do a whole podcast on it every day Mm -hmm. because it is so applicable. It's like it was written Mm -hmm. yesterday Mm -hmm. for today because God's word is true and it's living and it's sure. So what they're saying is, friends, is if you hear or see a episode coming up called Wise We Are, just know (laughs) it's our Proverbs. Proverbs. 16. It's nothing original under the sun is what Solomon said. Oh, that's Ecclesiastes. <laughs> so we're just taking it right here and There's putting it down. Original. So nothing new, nothing original under the sun. Just new ways to do it. <laughs> um, and yet we still keep falling for the same stuff. Same traps. We did it. That's funny. This week I sent a thing to my friends back home and um, I said, look, this this brand new thing just came in my mail. It's the JCPenney um, like kids wish book. Mm-hmm. And um. On the back, it had, uh, I don't know, like six or eight toys. Every one of them were things we grew up with. I was like, look how far JCPenney has come in 50 years. They Everything haven't gone anywhere. Everything was the same. Everything, Everything. was the same. Have y'all seen the new, um, you know those phones that Fisher-Price used to make? Yes. The rotary? The things. They make it now that it attaches to your phone, like your, your oh smartphone, my. and you can dial real numbers using the little rotary. Oh my God! There's it's nothing insane. new under no, this. I have it's not insane. seen Just that. New ways to do it. But Toy Story really did make a lot of these retro yeah, things. Yeah. But what was what? That's why we love Toy Toy Story Toy. Land at Disney World. We did love that. But so what we were laughing about? It said um, it had like strawberry shortcake. It had Tonka trucks. It had um, the little thing that you pull the cord and it, the farm. And, it mm-hmm. and it shifts around and it makes an animal noise. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what that thing's called, but it had all those kind of things. And then, and then it, it had, had puppy pound. It had something. retro pound puppies. And the funniest thing about that was they were the newest things on the page. Oh my. Like they came like and we actually had a conversation, my friends and I, about how that actually came out later than everything else on the page. But it's so funny, nothing is new under the sun because it was all here fifty years ago. Yeah, what's funny is I remember when I was Ella's age, I wanted my own radio and that's what she wants for Christmas and but I wanted mine because we had this high speed dubbing for our cassette tape and we could make remix off the radio and stuff. So Bree's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So anyway, um, I do know what one of those are. I had a Take deck in my last car. <laughs> so Ella would like a, um, this is funny, she wants a new radio. She has a radio in her room. She listens to the radio when she goes to bed at night. And she wants it because she has a CD. And she wants a, a radio that has a CD player in it. Wow. Because she you found. You buy a, them now. She found a CD of her sister's, and she wants to be able to listen to that CD. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and we don't have CD uh, players. So we apologize for just getting off point there to but here's the thing we want you to take a deep truth away mm-hmm. that your family's real develop your relationship deepen your relationships uh try the best you can work with what you have um and choose not to be offended choose not to be offended you know here's a good here's something cool let's create a challenge this week it just come to me Uh-oh. here's the challenge if you appreciate someone in your life who's different than you are, whether it's politics or cultural, cultural issues or team. something of that, and yet y'all have a deep relationship, even though there's a, a vast divide, why don't you uh, say something kind to them this week? And if you will put that in our Facebook page, you know, Put your name in their name and say, I appreciate you. We're going to put you in a drawing. 
and we're gonna give away. We'll, we'll give away a drawing. Last drawing didn't go well. Can we try again? We'll try. Somebody different than you are, but yet you have a relationship with them. So um, that would be cool because it's it's so valuable that you can do life, yet you're so different. That that makes me so happy to see people like that that can maintain two differing differing opinions that have nothing in common. But yet they have each other in common. And so whether it's joking or jesting or whatever it may be, that they can still have that relationship. That's a sign of great maturity. Are we mature? This week are we going to be mature? Yeah. Somebody told me they wanted to watch the ball game with us just to see how we reacted. <laughs> I was like, after no, 10 years, after 10 years, we've we've kind of turned, tuned down the reactions. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it's going to be an interesting weekend at our house. Interesting weekend. So, at our house, update on things happening in our world. We are racing towards my birthday. That's next week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on. Well, give me something to, here. She I was mean, never like, prepared. Hold on. I don't like, even know man, which one you want me to give you. My birthday, seven days away. My birthday. Christie's is just a few more after that. So, Christie's is just a few more after that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pushing buttons on our thing now. Four days later, so that's what's happening in our world, and uh, we're excited about the fall, cool weather, and LSU Ole Miss football. My wife said I had to be in the house by 3 o'clock, kickoff this week. It's at 2.30, but okay. All right. He was listening. Wow, been late. 3 o'clock. <laughs> Glad you updated me He's on that. He's already missed Give the, me your phone, I'll set an alarm. He's already <laughs> missed the whole kickoff, cause, but it, he was listening a little bit. All right, so as you are out there trying to develop relationships with people, keep your tongue from evil, keep your tongue. <laughs> Stay humble, pray hard, seek to understand those who are different than you. See you next week on Real Talk. I want to push those buttons and see what they do. <laughs> <laughs>